Growth Igniters Radio, Episode 23, Leading Through the Power of Stories. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth on the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Pam. It is great to be here with you as usual. And I want to remind our listeners that the purpose of Growth Igniters Radio is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to the next level of success. So, Pam, what's our topic for today? Leading through the power of story. Okay. You know, this is one of the oldest powers there is to inform, engage, and galvanize your stakeholders, right? Okay, yes. Well, our guest today is Jim Blasingame. He's one of the world's foremost experts on small business and entrepreneurship. I should say an expert on storytelling as well. Yes. And he's the creator and host of the weekday radio program, The Small Business Advocate Show, which has been on the air since 1997. And I appear as a guest on there every once in a while. I have that honor. In Jim's award-winning book, The Age of the Customer, Prepare for the Moment of Relevance, he devotes an entire chapter to the power of storytelling in business and seemed like a good time to bring him back. He was, as you recall, episode two. That's right. Talking about the age of the customer. So welcome back to Growth Igniter's radio, Jim. Hey, folks. How you doing? We are doing great. It's been a long time already since you first joined us. Where have you been? (laughs) Well, weekly episodes of Growth Igniters Radio, I would say. Right, right. Well, we've been doing a great job. I'm proud of you guys for what you're doing for 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 your audience and for for all the folks who who you're helping. Uh, uh, And I and I must say that that you're a perfect example of people who have taken storytelling to the next level. Well, well, thank you. Uh, that is high praise. And through our guests as well. That's right. It's a shared experience. So let's get to it. Now, in thinking about stories, you've said that in spite of or perhaps even because of all the high-tech ways that we now have to send and receive information, that storytelling is more powerful than ever as a means of connecting with and influencing people. Why do you think that it is that way? Well, let's go back 100,000 years. And, and then bring it forward. All the things that you and I know about history, the early stuff, we got from storytelling, right? Before mm-hmm. people could write, they were talking, they were writing, they were putting images on the walls, you know, petroglyphs and, and, and all those things. So there was storytelling. Storytelling, the, the Bible, right? How much of the Bible was recorded centuries later from, from the stories? So many things like that. And so storytelling is primal. It is as, as original as, you know, the, the, the way human beings work together and think together and live together. I was going to say one of the things that I find interesting is that there's a renewed interest in storytelling. And I wondered, since you've said it's such an ancient uh, kind of thing, which of course it is, why do you think it's getting so much renewed attention right now? Especially for executives. The point I'm making is that it's never stopped being uh, important. It's, yeah, I, I don't think it's ever gone away. Just like trust, trust has never stopped being important in the marketplace. But I do think that other things 
sort of replaced it. Like, for example, you know, we've gone through a century where we allowed other people to tell our story. The stories that we, as, as business owners, as executives, we've allowed other people to tell our stories. Marketing firms and, and our marketing departments and our ad agencies, et cetera, we've allowed them to tell our stories. But one of the things I want to remind you about was something that I, a prophecy, that I've been quoting for 35 years, something from John Nesbitt's book, Megatrend. And this is classic, and most, many people know about this. In, in the early 1980s, he said, the more high-tech we have, the more high-touch we will want. Mm. And, and that, 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 was a, that was a prediction that's become a prophecy, and it's true. And so the more high-tech we have, the more people not, not only have, are increasingly having a desire to hear about the humanity of the people they're doing business with, but we also now have the technology to produce, publish, and distribute those stories. In, in multimedia ways. And so I think it's a perfect storm for storytelling right now. People are, people are gravitating more towards the humanity part of relationships and business. Which storytelling is, is one of the main components. And we have the ability, the technological ability, to, to produce, publish, and distribute has been democratized all the way down to the last mile of Main Street. That's good news for any small business, any medium-sized business you know, in, the, in the marketplace. And so when we are thinking about ourselves as leaders, leaders of companies, talking not yeah. only to our customers, but also all of our other stakeholders, our employees, our uh, directors, the market, and so on, uh, what I hear you saying, Jim, is that in addition to just sending out information, which is sort of dry and sterile, there's this renewed interest in creating a more personal, emotional connection. What's human about information? What's authentic about information? I want to hear, as pe more and more people want to hear the voice. They want to hear the humanity in messages. They want to hear the voice in messages. If I go to a website and, I, and I'm looking for, for a company to help me with a particular thing, and I go to the website and I see a short uh, a note from the owner, or I see a, 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 30, a 45 second, 90 second video from the owner saying, here's why. Here's why I'm in business, and here's, here's what we stand for. That's, those are real things. And, and I believe, and this is what my, I base my, the premises of my, my book is, that long before people know whether you're cheapest or the most expensive, long before they know whether you even have exactly what they want, they're evaluating you and your business based on, as you know, Pam, as I've said many times, mm -hmm. based on whether you're relevant to them. And a huge relevance factor is the humanity that you, that you demonstrate. And one of the ways you demonstrate that humanity is through storytelling. So it's also really a means of establishing trust, too. There's no question. There's no question. You know, when yeah, I can look somebody in the eyes or I can hear them, hear their voice, even if I can't yeah. look them in the eyes, I have a better feeling, like you're saying, as to whether that person or that company is relevant to me, for sure. I agree with you. Well, so see, so if, you have a, if, you're, if you're an executive, Scott, and you have a message for your team, for your stakeholders, or for your customers, I don't have a problem if you write down that message and your words and your voice, and you narrate those words in a video or if you write it and, and you, you cluck over it and you worry about it and you, and you put it into a, a blog post or whatever it might be or an article, I don't mind that as long as it's your words. What I think is unauthentic and is not storytelling 
is when somebody writes it for you. Because can't you pick that out in a, in a heartbeat, whether it's, it's authentic or not? Authenticity is relevant. Makes a lot of sense. So the humanity, the just to sum up uh, so far what I'm hearing, is that the more high-tech we are, the more human we need to be. And storytelling right. is that way to establish that. And connect. And connect. Yeah. So what, with that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to speak more with Jim Blasingame, the small business advocate, about the power of storytelling as a leadership asset. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. And if you like what you're hearing, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 23, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the top right of the page to tell your social media communities all about us. Use hashtag growthigniters. This will help extend our reach to all the people who can benefit from this series. Welcome back to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. We're talking with Jim Blasingame, the small business advocate and author of the award-winning book, The Age of the Customer, Prepare for the Moment of Relevance. And we're talking today about leading through the power of stories, which is chapter 18 in his book <laughs> that I just mentioned. Jim, how can people find your book and the radio show? Well, thank you, Pam, for that. And again, I want to congratulate you guys on the great job you're doing. I'm really proud. I've seen you guys blossom from from an idea in your head to now multiple uh, multiple episodes of, of Growth Matters. And I just I just have to say uh, how proud I am of you for all the good work that you're doing. My well, book you're... is available at Amazon wherever books are sold. Amazon's got a great is a great way to get it. Or you can go to ageofthecustomer.com. And you can get uh, uh, an autographed copy from me if you want. We've got some special offers there. You can read more about the book, uh, two or three videos of, on the age of the customer that, I, that I've done, my stories, me telling stories about, uh, about my book. And uh, so those, those are good places to go. And, and, of course, the radio show is on the radio, but uh, also on the Internet. We're, we're, we're worldwide on the Internet, live and, and podcast at, at smallbusinessadvocate.com. Every day, every weekday. And all of the offers that you have going with your book are, are tremendous. We'll have links under the resources uh, section on the episode page. Right. So people will be able to get to some of this. So let's go back to talking about storytelling. So far, we've been talking about this need for the more high-tech you are, the more human you need to be. Storytelling is human for sure. Let's talk more about why storytelling is a powerful asset for leaders of all kinds. So you have in your book four principles of storytelling that leaders can employ to increase the power of your communication. Can you talk to us a little more about that? Yeah, Pam. Uh, I call it the four C's of storytelling. The first thing is to connect, to connect the prospects, uh, customers, uh, suspects, prospects, customers, whoever you're trying to reach on an emotional level with a story. You know, Pam, Scott, we all know 
that in the 21st century, in 2015, there's almost nothing that you sell that somebody can't buy from, from 100 places uh, on the ground and 1,000 places online. That's so true. our products are, not, are, are more and more commodities. Why mm-hmm. do people buy from us? It's because of an emotional connection that I think people make, they, and, they're, and they're looking for that. I think they're increasingly looking for that. At least that's the first point of contact, is, is, is how do I feel about this company, this, these people? And so if you can tell a story, I think you have a great advantage in connecting with them on an emotional level, because they, they, they hear your voice in the article you wrote, or they hear your voice in the video you did, or maybe the podcast that you did. Maybe it's just a short audio message. So that's the connect part. And even beyond communicating with our customers, if we're thinking about it from a leadership standpoint, uh, that connection is really important in engaging and influencing and getting people to understand what we're thinking and why we're thinking it and and why we want people to do what we want them to do. See, the thing is, Scott, I believe that the message that you want to give in your story is not about how to buy my products, but how to use my products, how how to be safe with them. How, how your company is, is engaged in the community, uh, your commitment to your employees, whatever, whatever that might be, those are leadership. And, you know, leaders, leadership doesn't mean that you take them into battle. It doesn't have to mean that. It could, it could just be a demonstration of your values. I think demonstrating values is, is an example of, of putting your leadership uh, out, out there and, 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 you know, putting your money where your mouth is, so to speak. So I, That's a great I idea. I think telling stories about... About, about your commitment and your values. I think that's a way of conveying leadership. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your culture, right? Yes, that's I mean, exactly right. In fact, storytelling is one of the ways in which culture is conveyed and passed on. Well, there's no question about it. And see, people want certain things from different companies. If you go to a big company, you don't expect a whole lot of humanity, not to, not to minimize the people who work there, but you go there for a different reason. If you, want, if you go to a smaller company, small, medium-sized company, part of what you expect to get there is some humanity. And, uh-huh. and, and I, think, I think you're missing an opportunity if you don't tell stories. Yeah. The second one is con- convey, and it's convey your expertise, your humanity values. We talked about that, but the expertise is another thing. That's an important thing, to convey your expertise. If I, if I ran a company that produced something or sold something that people use, I'd want them to be able to read or hear me or maybe one of my best people, my my key people, talking about how to use this effectively. You see what I mean? Those are those are all stories, and you mm-hmm. can so you can you convey that to, to people. And and again, I'm going to come back to what I said: the story is primal. The technology is new. Use the old and the new together. This is the beauty, and it's just small business owners and smaller companies, not just the big guys have the, the ability to do this, we can play on that field just like, in fact, in my opinion, we can do it better than the big, co- the big companies because we have the ability to put more humanity in. So you're saying that the story really levels the playing field. There's no, the story does, and the, and, the, and the new technology, the democratized technology, gives us the lever that we didn't have 30 years ago. You guys are too young to remember 30 years ago, but I remember <laughs> Well, let's move on to the third C. I have, I would like to hear that one. Create a memory. All right. So if 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 I go in your business, if I go to your website, if I see something that sounded like it came from you or from your people, then that's going to resonate resonate with me. It, remember what I said about authenticity. You know, when you hear somebody telling a story, is it authentic 
or does it sound like they're narrating somebody else's words? And mm-hmm. and so I just I just think that you create a memory with a story that's authentic, and that means it has to come from you. And believe it or not, people remember those stories. They remember authentic stories. Okay, so in other words, Jim, uh, the fact that you're talking about how you feel about these these C's, uh, the principles, and that this is your voice talking, is that an example of that? Yeah, that's, that's right. If, 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 if somebody's trying to, trying to consider whether they like my ideas or not, they're hearing me talk about my, my conviction that, that, you know, you may not agree with me, but you can't, but you, you've never... I don't think you'd ever deny that I that I act like I believe what I what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, so there's the authenticity it's coming right out of me. So it's it's a story. And here's the problem, though, folks. We've had a hundred years of Madison Avenue crafting our messages for us, right? And we and as consumers, we allowed ourselves to be manipulated by those messages. Nothing wrong with that. It made the world go round. What I'm saying is, in the 21st century, in the age of the customer. More and more people are gravitating away from that and more towards authenticity. And let me give you a statistic that goes with it. We all know that, uh, most of us know, I think, that people today are 70% more likely to believe what a peer says about a product than they do about the marketing marketing method. So that's an example, again, of that memorable kind of uh, experience. People out there are going to listen, and they're going to say, oh, yes, Jim Blasingame just gave this amazing statistic. Yeah. And I believe that, that, that an authentic story from the company, even though that's not the same thing as a peer giving you a review of the product, I think an authentic message from the company, from somebody in the company, whether it's the owner or not, I think uh-huh. that is tantamount to, to a, uh, a message from a peer. Okay, so, Jim, there's a fourth C in there, right? I think we've only yeah, done three. Yeah. It's, it's simple. Convert, convert prospects and customers in, into customers with stories. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, you know me, folks. I'm, 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 I've started out in sales. I've been in sales all my life. I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to convert prospects into customers and ring the cash register. That's the thing that I, I try, I try to count to help small business owners, help my audience uh, focus on is, you know, what, what do we, what can we do to ring the cash register? And, uh, and so, so your story, your story should. Tell, should, should help you convert people, but not in a call-to-action way. It's in a way of drawing people closer to you so that they get through, so you get through that relevant firewall with a, you, you get through the relevant firewall with a story, and then you can talk to them about doing business with you. Jim, it's, so it sounds like what you're talking about is almost uh, a magnetic field in the way that you're talking about it. You're converting them uh, right. to being open to then talking about what it is that you would like to see happen. I don't think closing people to do business with you has changed much in, 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 in 100 years. I do think the prospect part of, of getting people to, to let you tell them about your product, I think that part has changed. I think people have put up a firewall, and I think the way to get through that firewall is with relevance, not with being competitive. Competitive mm-hmm. comes later. And part of, part of that relevance is storytelling. That's a really good place for us to take a break right now. And when we come back, we will talk more with Jim Blasingame, the small business advocate, about leading through the power of stories. Stay with us.
Is listening to this episode of Growth Igniter's Radio providing you with new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that you can use to take your company to the next level of success? If so, imagine how much more you and your company could get from a highly customized in-person Growth Igniter's event as part of your next company offsite. Go to growthignitersradio.com, click contact us at the bottom of the page, and we'll get back to you to discuss how we might best help you to achieve your most important goals. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're talking today with Jim Blasingame, the small business advocate and author of the award-winning book, The Age of the Customer, Prepare for the Moment of Relevance. Jim, how can people find your book and radio show? Thank you, Pam. Uh, Smallbusinessadvocate.com is where you find all the things we do on our our website for, for the show and for my writing and, and, and to feature our brain trust members like you, like you Pam. And uh, you're, you've got a great suite there, a body of work we've, you and I've done over the over the years. Yes. And then yes. also for the book, uh, it's it's available wherever books are sold. Amazon, of course, and uh, and then of course on my the book website, which is ageofthecustomer.com, and it's available in hardback or e-version. And it's a very thought-provoking book. So thanks, Jim. So now let's get a little more practical even. We've talked about the importance of the human and technology aspects of uh, leading through stories. We've talked about the four C's. What are three things that leaders can start doing right now to increase the power and magnetism of their storytelling? And we want to take them one at a time. Well... I think the first thing is just to believe that you have a story to tell, and you do. Don't argue with me. You do. <laughs> and, and to believe that, and to believe, and, and to believe that somebody is, wants to hear it, and that it's worth hearing. Mm-hmm. You just have, I think the first thing is you just have to believe it. And, and I, I, I mean, I think that, believe, and believe it or not, a lot of people have a hard time with this because they... They've, again, I'm going to come back to what I said before. They've hired people to tell their message for so long that, that they're, they're uncomfortable sometimes with telling a story. Or and, it seems like I they feel like they're, they're bragging or boasting or whatever it, could it is. It that way, or they're self-conscious. They don't think that, they, that they're good at it. Well, look, guys, you know that people would rather pick up a snake or a spider than do public speaking. It's, it's been proven for years. Uh, uh, the fear of public speaking is the, is the strongest phobia in the world. Mm-hmm. They, they say that people would rather be in the coffin at the funeral than to give the eulogy, right? So. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, and, but I'm telling people, you got to get over that. And there's no excuses. I'm not, I'm not going to give you any quarter. I'm not going to let you off the hook at all. There's no excuse for not becoming a storyteller. Because if you've been around the block at least one time, you've got stories to tell, and, and you have the ability to... And I'm, what I'm going to say, Pam and Scott, is if you don't become a storyteller, you will become uncompetitive. You'll become irrelevant wow. and ultimately uncompetitive. That's pretty profound. So we all have to get our stories together and be clear about... Tough, tough love. Tough love, Pam. <laughs> and to also be very clear about what those stories are that are most important to convey. Right. Because there are so many. When you stop and think about it, what we've seen is that we have a lot of stories. Some of them are more relevant 
to our clients and our prospects than others. A particular point we want to make. Right. So it's almost like you have to have a library of key stories that you want to take and and convey out there. Would you say that's right? Yes, absolutely. And, And another thing I want to point out, though, is that I don't care how you deliver your story. If you'd like to do it in a blog, if you'd like to do it in an article, if you want to do it in an audio, you just want to record some ideas. And, and even record them and have somebody, uh, you know, uh, transcribe them. Uh, if you want to do it in the video, I don't, I don't, I really don't care the medium you use because some people might be, you know, I mean, I, I know that, that uh, sometimes people would rather write what they, what they think and then mm-hmm. to say it or vice versa. I don't care how you do it as long as you get the story out. And, and, and again, I'm going to come back to the technology. We have the technology now that, that will allow you to get that message out any way you want to. Even 10 years ago, we didn't have the video capability. It was hard to get an audio message out. But now, any multi, you've got multimedia options. Get the story out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting, though, going back, the more personal that the medium is, the more I've seen people engage. For example, uh, a CEO in one of the companies that uh, we worked with was very big on getting up in front of all the employees. I mean, it was a uh-huh. mid-sized company. There were probably a few hundred uh, employees in the company, and they were relatively local. And then there were some that were out of that area, and they could connect. And by video, yeah. By video, yeah. right. And this CEO would tell stories about why his values were so important. And those same stories could be converted to what Absolutely. they would tell customers and prospects. and. Absolutely you know, some of their partners. So it was the same story, but maybe worded a little differently. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? And in saying? different media. Right, and in different media. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you guys transcribe, you, you guys transcribe your, your interviews, don't you? That's yes. right. This is going so to be transcribed. Story. You could pull out some of, the, some of the pieces of what we're saying, and, and it could become a story. Any little pieces of could, could, could become a story. I don't, see, I have, a, I have a broad brush when I talk about what a story is. Some people well, so, are maybe more, 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 a little tighter than I am, but I, I'm, I'm giving people, that's one thing I'm doing with my tough love, is I'm giving them a broad brush to decide what a story is. Okay, Jim, what is the broad brush definition of a story? We should make sure that we well, have that well, in here. I just, I just mean that, it, it, you know, some people will say a story has to have a, a beginning and a middle and a, and a moral, and, you know, but, but, that's, but that's, old, that's, that's, that's old news as far as I'm concerned. A story is when you can convey an idea or an event or something that, that's relevant to the, to the audience. And you can talk, you can explain how you, how you, what you did in your life, uh, something that happened in your life or whatever it may be, or your idea about something, and you just tell them what you think. And you come to a conclusion. I mean, I do think you need to come to a conclusion, but, uh, but that could happen in, you know, that could happen in 125 words. So it's relevant, it's emotional, it's authentic, it engages, and it has a conclusion. Is that it? Yeah, and I don't want, I don't want to get people get hung up on the emotion. The, sto- the telling of the story in your voice, the humanity that you instill and infuse into that story will create the emotion. Right. Okay. So is there another final point that you would want to make about leading through the power of stories? Well, as I said, just, just believe that you have the stories and do it. Just, just tell them, get started, do it informally. Um, just believe in yourself. And, and, but also, you, you just have to believe 
that uh, that's important. I mean, how many times have we all dis- needed a discipline that we didn't really want to do? We didn't want to study for it. We didn't want to focus on it. But we did it because we knew we had to. It was part of a college curriculum or whatever it may, mm-hmm. it may be. I'm saying that, that if you're not comfortable with telling stories, you need, to, you need to work on that because I believe one of the important jobs of a CEO in a small, mid-sized business is to, be, to become the storyteller-in-chief. The storyteller-in-chief, that is uh, very, very important. Jim, thank you so much for being our guest today, and we'll have to have you come back to talk more about publishing all of those stories because I know I that's a chapter all by itself. Excellent. Okay, well, thanks for listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And to check out resources related to today's conversation, including points from Jim's book, to share on social media or open a conversation with us, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 23. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with these questions to discuss with your team. What are the most important stories that we have about our company? And how can we adapt to them to be more relevant to our customers, our employees, and other stakeholders? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.